What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of our podcast. This is Niall here, and I'm going to be calling this episode 2.5 or episode 2, version 2. Reason being is that I had a listener reach out to me and essentially say, hey, you asked Austin your hypothetical question in this week's episode, but you didn't answer it yourself, and I want to hear your answer. And so since we encourage people giving us suggestions and asking questions, I am more than happy to give my input on the question, and I feel like it's a valid question or a valid request. I feel like at some point or another, I would have gotten around to answering the question, but we noticed that we had been recording for quite a while, and we didn't want to extend the episode too long. But I'm going to keep this kind of short and sweet and kind of just give my thoughts So the original question was essentially you are trying to remove all of the bounds of life, all of the things that restrict you, all the things that make you have to do things that you don't want to do. Some examples of that, um, some of which we talked about in the episode this week was money, time, things like death and sadness and mourning. And I think you kind of get the point. If you kind of, for a second, assume that those things don't exist, essentially you're trying to live a life like you don't worry about those things because if those things are inevitable of life, you don't want to be weighed down by those things. And if you can overcome those things, you can live a life that is much more fruitful and intentional than it otherwise would have been if you were to take those things that everyone else is weighed down by and push them to the wayside and live a life that is separate from that. I've actually got at least two points that I want to make. And one being that when I think about people and their purpose, I feel as though it is, if anyone has ever watched Avatar The Last Airbender, Aang, when he became the the Avatar, he was he was born and destined to be that way. He didn't no amount of training or luck actually it was just luck, but no amount of training could make him the avatar. He needed to become the avatar in the sense of he needed to build himself up to have the necessary abilities and all the types of um material bending that he needed to utilize. But the point I'm trying to make is that all the other people that weren't born to be the avatar. They just weren't born to be the avatar, but that doesn't mean that they don't have a purpose as well. And so what I mean by that is the purpose that you as an individual have and the purpose that I have as an individual isn't something that you can manipulate. It is something that you innately are drawn to. It's something that when people say that if you pick the right job, it'll never feel like you work a day in your life. Essentially, that is more or less your purpose. And for example, something like that for me would be almost something like this, like the podcast or writing music or talking to people about their mental health or something else that I'm also passionate about is psychology and cleaning up pollution and garbage. I, Whenever I go on walks, I like to bring a little garbage bag with me. A lot of people know this about me, and I'll pick up garbage and things like that. That's something I would do. If money didn't matter and time didn't matter, I, I'm genuinely passionate about cleaning up the land and the ocean and 
for example, Mr. Beast and Mark Grover within the last couple months had their fundraiser called Team C's where they tried to raise and they actually successfully raised $3 million to remove 3 million pounds of trash from the ocean. And I think that's great. I think that people, if you care about the area around you, you should take it upon yourself if no one else is going to do it and keep earth, you know, sustainable and clean because it might not happen in our lifetimes, but I think we at least owe the respect to future generations and so on to care enough to take care of the things around us. So with that, the first point that I want to make is actually something that I've thought of before and I've got it typed out on my phone and I'm just going to read it and I'm going to read it as it is and then go a little bit deeper into what I'm saying. So this is what I wrote. People are just physical representations of avatars that have been selected for them like vessels that have been built to hold the soul. Everything we do, whether it is going to the gym, eating, sleeping, watching a movie, etc., is in some form related to taking care of our avatar and upgrading it. We also are each assigned a purpose. Like in video games, you have avatars that specialize in something like magic, healing, cultivation, combat, strategy, archery, etc. In this reality, we have people that like to build. We have medics, we have cooks, farmers, programmers, law enforcement, etc., and each person is drawn towards this lifestyle for reasons that are truthfully unknown. They may think that they simply find interest in it. However, the truth is that there is an innate and instinctual reason as to why each person is this way. That is what makes us unique. So what I mean by that is if you think about yourself and, and, and life in general – If you acknowledge that your spirit or your soul, if you believe this sort of thing, I'm so sorry. If you don't, just stick along for the ride. But if you view your spirit or your soul as separate from your physical body, then your physical body is more or less kind of like I said, a vessel or a husk or a shell. And without the spirit inside of it, you would not be able to live. And if you are part of any religious following, you also believe that your spirit or your soul continues after your body dies. So the spirit can live without the body, but the body can't live without the spirit. And so that means that your purpose isn't given to you through your physical body. It is not held by that bound. It is given to you, it is built in to your spirit. And that's truthfully what I believe. When I'm saying that, you know, there are people that just have a drive to be a medic or a lawyer or law enforcement or a farmer or a cook, you have people like Bob Ross, you have people like Gordon Ramsay, all these amazing people. You've got people like Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, people that are just, they define their industry and their craft. Those are people that have found their purpose. And That purpose for you or for me can look drastically different, but it is something that you just can't for some reason describe why or how you are pulled towards it, but it just, it just gives something to you that, that makes life exciting. It's like the initial stage of a relationship, but it's not something that fades over time. It's something that you feel so motivated and you feel safe Within this thing, you will feel like your A game, like you are the prime version of yourself. And so like when I propose the question, 
if you weren't controlled by the bounds of life and you could do whatever your soul desires for you to do, what would you do? And so not that it's super profound or anything like that, but for me personally, I would really like to do something in the creative arts, something with music. I would really like to take time to learn how to master my craft in music, learn how to play instruments, learn how to compose more music. Imagine if people like Michael Jackson or Elvis Presley never passed away and they could continue to master their craft even further than what they already did within their lifetime. Some of the the music that we would have from those types of artists would be extremely and overly profound, even over what it already is. Whatever it is for you, if you had unlimited time to cultivate that and make it your own and make it unique to you, what would that be for you? And so some additional things that I can say is that your purpose might not be defined to one thing. Like I said before, I'm also passionate about cleaning up pollution and trash. I'm also passionate about things like this podcast and talking about philosophy and mental health and awareness, self-awareness, meditation, all that kind of stuff. I'm also passionate about my spirituality. And one of the great things about that, if, if like I said, if you are part of any religious following, that is something that you get to continue to cultivate even after your physical existence on earth ends. And you can continue to grow that spiritual connection with whatever you believe in. So that is something that I'm also passionate about. With that, just to give you guys a couple of ideas, it isn't something that you know instantly. It's not something that you might not even necessarily be able to figure it out on purpose. For lack of a better word, it's not a bad idea to try a lot of things. I'll try a lot of different things, try things you're afraid of doing, try things you've never thought of doing. Your purpose might be to be a skydiving instructor and you would never know it unless you went skydiving and got into that craft and became obsessed with it almost to a sense. In addition to everything I've already said, I do have one other note that I have written here and I will read it and then go into a little bit more detail if I feel that there's anything left unsaid. Most of our opinions, thoughts, and mannerisms are simply nothing short of relaying information from the subconscious to the real world via communication. For example, the realization of a like or dislike of a smell, sight, sound, etc. is not actively decided consciously. Instead, the subconscious simply sends the result of any given experience and we relay this innate decision via verbals, expressions, or lack thereof. So what I'm saying with that and the way that I'm correlating this and relating this to the idea of your inner purpose and your and meaning of life is that when you smell something or you taste something or use any of your senses, I know, for example, Austin doesn't like raisins and I like raisins. Now, there's nothing I can do to make myself not like raisins, and there's nothing Austin can do to make himself like raisins. It's like that with a lot of things. My favorite color is purple. I just like it. I, I don't know why. It's not an active conscious decision. I just like that color, and it maybe it'll change over time. Also, people's taste palettes change over time, so maybe at some point I won't like raisins or Austin will, but the point I'm trying to make is that when you have an instantaneous thing happening where you are not actively making a choice about something. It is your subconscious. It is an innate thing. It is your 
your your essence, your spirit, your whatever it is, making that decision for you. And that is how you determine what's right for you. And more or less, let it guide you. Don't let it guide you blindly. Don't let it bring you into things that are going to be bad for you. But if you try something within certain bounds, within moral bounds and societal bounds, if you try something and like I used to work at a meat department and there are people that just love, for example, if you've ever seen the meme, the salt guy, where he like sprinkles salt over the meat and that kind of thing. That guy became famous because of that. If that is what you want to do or people use the example of like, if you really like being a garbage man, seriously, take no shame and do that. And so, but the thing is, the point I'm trying to make is that you don't always make the active decision to enjoy certain things. And so with that, it's just more or less about testing yourself and seeing what you get the best response from because you don't know. For example, if you look at a plate of food and you can't smell it or taste it or even sometimes see it, if you put a blindfold on and tasted it, you're you're not going to have a predisposition about whether or not it could be something disgusting like worm but if it tastes good it tastes good you 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 can't you don't make that decision actively that's something that's predetermined and i don't know the science behind that i i am not in a position to make a claim to understand exactly why that happens all i know is that i don't feel as though people allow themselves to be guided by things that actually matter they allow themselves to let the circumstances of life control them more than they control the circumstances. And a lot of times it is like we are in a jail cell with no walls and we stand there at the gate with our arms drooping out and we're like, woe is me, I'm in jail. And we don't even realize that we have the freedom to literally walk around the the bars of this jail. First of all, that we put ourselves in. And this is really a message that goes out to people that feel like they don't have a purpose or people that have struggle uh, struggled with finding their purpose and they just find a lack of meaning in their life. Seriously, shout out to people like that. I found my purpose at the ripe young age of 12 years old and I've been doing things relating to music and technology ever since then and it has been a great journey. I'm so glad that I'm able to use those things to glorify my creator. I'm glad that I'm able to do those things to create content, not only so that I can look back on things like this podcast and think, wow, I got to do that. I enjoyed that experience. But I'm also glad that I can share this with people like the listeners here on this podcast. And I just really want to help people understand everything happens in your own time, but you do need to put in the work to try to understand what your purpose is. And the truth of it is, is that we don't live in a utopia, but your life can seem that way. You can make your life as utopian as possible if you find what really matters to you. And this is more or less kind of serious because at the end of the day, you will, your, your life will end. Think of like recently Betty White passed away, rest in peace, Betty White. But it was a running joke that you know, uh, similar to the Queen of England, that Betty White was going to live forever. She was literally older than sliced bread. And eventually her, her time reached an end. And that's a very serious thing. And I feel that all too many people do not realize that until they are literally 
on their deathbed. And I really, really, really don't want people to have regrets in their life. And so this is just a motivation for everyone that decided to listen to this episode 2.5. I just really want people to understand more or less the seriousness, but also the opportunity that you have. Literally, you have this opportunity and I want you to make the most of it. And so with that, I think that I've said most of all that I would have said if I were to answer the question during the original episode. So thank you to the person that reached out to me and asked me to do this episode. I hope that this answers your question or your request to your liking. And we will see you guys next week. We've got a great episode lined up. I just want to thank you guys for listening. As always, I am so sorry. I'm Niall, and I'll see you guys next time.